The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Good Thursday afternoon, I'm Mac McCoy, and this is The View from a Pew, heard on your local radio station, as well as Facebook, uh, The X, which is formerly known as Twitter, on uh, YouTube, and I could go on and on. Our producer, uh, Garth, has this on Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Bixby, just all over the place, and we're real fortunate to have Garth as one of our team members here who keeps us so up to date on technology. Now, speaking of technology, this has nothing to do with it. We're talking about ghosts. What does the Bible say about ghosts? And our host today, of course, Pastor Delmar Austin, and take it away. Hey, we have been talking about ghosts, and again, we are talking about that word in terms of what the Bible says, and your modern versions today don't use that word ghost very much. We talk about spirits and the, what the Bible has to say about spirit beings. And we've made the point already, but we'll say it again, that the Bible talks, when it's talking about spirit beings, it's for the most part talking about angels and demons. They're part of a realm that we do not see, but they are truly out there, and they are a big part of our understanding what is going on in, in the great battle that's going on between good and evil today. And uh, I'd like to suggest that the Bible is not, when it's talking about spirit beings, it's not talking about those that died and are coming back in some kind of form. It's talking about these, these uh, angels and demons that are really a big part of not only the Bible story, but even our lives today. Now, we're going to look at a story today uh, where Jesus casts out demons. There's a numerous stories, but we're going to go to the one in Mark chapter 5. Probably the one, the most famous one. That's right. It's one of the early stories where Jesus casts out demons. I think the pigs kind of make it popular. I think so, too. Yeah. And, and excuse this dad joke here, but this is the first case of deviled ham in the Bible also. Oh, oh that's oh, bad. That I know. It's really bad. But anyway, we'll look at the story. Now, think of the story, okay? Deviled there is, ham. There is a man that is out wandering among the tombs. Now, what this means, he's out among the caves, because that's usually where, oh, where people's bodies are being buried, okay? So he's out there on the hillside. He's, he's wandering around. He is mentally unhealthy. Obviously, there's a problem. And he has, somehow he has super strength, and he breaks the chains that are put around him, because he, he does... Uh, destructive things, not only to others, but probably to himself. And so people people know that he's a danger, and they're trying to keep him under uh, control of, in some way. But he is, he is wild, and he is loose. Jesus and his disciples arrive on the shore, close to the, this cave area. They come up. This is the middle of the day. 
But here this man comes running out. You bet the disciples are looking for a place to hide. Oh, yeah. They don't want to deal with this guy. Jesus is not afraid at all. Let's read the story in Mark chapter 5. And uh, it's, we'll kind of pick it up as, as after the description is given of, of this man. It says, when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him. Now, this seems strange. You think he's going to come and he's going to tear you limb from limb, and he falls down before Jesus, and he starts to worship. He cried out with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. Now, something's already seemed to askew here. He comes down, he throws himself at the feet of Jesus like he's come to worship. I believe he's not really worshiping. He's in an act of worship, but really he's trying to get Jesus to leave. Yeah. Verse 8, for he said to him, Jesus says, come out of the man unclean spirit. Jesus recognizes right away that this man doesn't only have a mental uh, or an unhealthy mental condition that he is actually demon-possessed. So he says, come out of the man. Then Jesus asked him, what is your name? That's interesting. What is your name? Like Jesus expects this demon to respond and say, I have a name. And he answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. There are many of us. It's just not me. I'm the one talking. But there are many of us that are involved in controlling this man. And that's probably why he has such super, uh, supernatural strength. Also, he begged him earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Please, if you're going to cast us out, we know you can do it. But please don't send us away. Why? We're, we're doing damage here and we don't want to stop. <laughs> Because the de- that's what the devil wants to do all the time. He yeah. wants to destroy people, right. human beings. So he's destroying this man. Verse 11, now a large herd of swine was f- uh, feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons begged him, saying, send us to the swine that we may enter them. And at once Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine. There were about 2,000. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned in the sea. Why does, why does the demon do that sort of thing? Because his, the purpose of a demon is to destroy. Destroy the things God made. Destroy things that are important to him. And even the animals that God has created. He, he, so he really wanted to, to kill the animals. That's right. That, that, that's what the work of Satan and his fallen angels is all about. So are all the minions, the legions, still alive? Yes. They left the, the body of the pig and went someplace else? They created a wild uh, reaction among the pigs. Okay. And the pigs just ran for safety of some kind, not realizing where, the, where they were headed. And they ran down the cliff, and they ran, fell into the water, and they drowned. Thus, so. as the name, deviled ham. <laughs> I'm never going to forget that. Okay. Well, the idea here is that... This is a demon. This is a demon that is causing havoc in the world today. And a lot of the things that we fear sometimes about ghosts, we ought to be fearing demons. It is demons that are out there. You know, some of the um, 
some of the scary movies, okay, yeah. in the past. Things like uh, Rosemary's Baby, The Exorcist, The Amityville Horror. They're about demon possession, about the reality of the fact that there are spirit beings or ghosts. But these are fallen angels. These are not the uh, some kind of dead uh, or, or the uh, a spiritual form of somebody who's already died. These are demons that are out in this world. And I believe that demon possession is still real in the world today. And, uh, you know, we can only guess on some things that we see around us. But uh, when there are incredibly... Uh, hostile, violent acts that happen in this world. There is certainly satanic influence in the lives of those that commit these atrocities, if not actual demon possession. If I don't know if you've ever read uh, the story Helter Skelter or seen the movie oh, that yeah. was made. Oh, yeah. Charles Manson and wasn't the Manson. wasn't one of my favorites at all. I know. It's, it's a huge, uh, you know, a terrible story yeah. of, uh, of a bloody killing that takes place. And uh, a lot of people actually believed that Charles Manson uh, was demon-possessed and, and could still be demon-possessed. But I do believe that there are acts that take place that are, involve demon possession. And the idea of those things that are part of black magic, witchcraft, incantations, voodoo, palm readings, seances, curses, sorcery, they are all a part of demonic uh, influence in this world. All right, if somebody says they can read your palm... They're fake. Well, I believe that they are trying to use the power of Satan. Why do, why do people actually worship Satan? Because there are people that claim to be uh, followers of Satan. Yeah. Why do they do that? Because they want the power that Satan has. They believe that, that Satan has some power that they can have an advantage from. And so a lot of these things that are tied up, like being a spiritualist medium, like trying to contact the dead, is uh, something that they get involved in. Reading a person's palm is involved in that too. There's, there is uh, uh, nothing other than the black magic that's connected with it. There's not a science of palm reading. It's all a matter of, uh, of, of the superstitions that are connected okay. with having this connection with this demonic power that's out there. All right. Well, my guest uh, co-host today, of course, is Delmar Austin, and we continue with what does the Bible say about ghosts? Well, you know, the, the Bible is trying to warn us about these powers that are really out there. There are angels, there are good angels that uh, protect us, that are involved in our lives every day, and that's good to know. But there are other angels, fallen angels, demonic uh, beings that are out there and have an effect upon us. And uh, although... Uh, I don't have a, a case of demon possession that I can tell you about that I personally have experienced. I know a lot about demon influence in people's lives yeah. and, and the kind of actions that come about by people that get on the edge of experiencing this power that uh, they hope to get from Satan. Well, and if I know 
what I think I know, which is never much, but that's not getting into the unknown. It's really being able to discern and educate yourself on what what evil can happen to people. What, what methods that, that Satan uses in order to tie people in yeah. to, to some of his deceptions. And, and I know it all sounds interesting, and it all sounds, even we try to make it seem harmless sometimes. You've probably heard of the uh, Harry Potter books. Sure. And a lot, of, a lot of people have read it. Even Christians have, have read the Harry Potter series. It's borrowing a lot of ideas uh, from uh, Satan worship, essentially. And uh, it's, it's creating stories around that, that kind of power. That is not the kind of thing that happens in a life of a Christian who's connected with God. That kind of power comes separately. And it, it is real in this world today, but it comes through demonic forces that we ought to be concerned about in this world. Now, is it true to say that um, if you have the Holy Spirit living within you, a demon cannot enter you? Absolutely. The power of God is much greater than the power of the devil. All right. So we don't, we don't have to be fearful that somehow the devil is going to take hold. But the more we open ourselves up to demon influence, the more that we set up a situation for being possessed by the, by the Satan. Tomorrow it'll be our last day of what the Bible says about ghosts. That's here on The View from a Pew. Divine Truth Christian Store, where you'll find more.